Hi, I'm Gordon. And I'm Fiona. We're from Gate Church International in Dundee, Scotland, and we'd like to welcome you to this week's podcast. Our goal here is growing people to bring Christ into our communities and to see you get connected with God as people and as purpose. We hope this message inspires you in your faith journey. Thank you. So David knew what it was to wrestle. David knew what it was to be a warrior. David knew what it was to launch himself to protect the flock. David understood war in these days. We're talking about a different era, context. But we need to understand that that David was ready for battle. He was ready for the things that were going to be thrown at him. And David in Psalm 23, David says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. So he, he he quotes the verse. Let me just read it to you here. It says, the Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his namesake. Even though I walk through the valley, the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod, your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely your goodness and your love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Some people have estimated that psalm was written when David slew Goliath, and others say, no, that's wrong, because he went through so many battles, he went through so many things, that he's obviously talking about a very, very difficult situation. Some people think it was the battle of Absalom. He'd gone through the battle of Saul, where there'd been spears thrown at him, and uh, he went through a horrific time. But he, some people think it's after he went through the battle of Absalom, where Absalom rose up against him, and he stood his ground in the name of the Lord, and, and, and he understood what it was to be surrounded. So the round, surround sound, the gossip, the things that were being said against David, against his kingship, there was a surround sound of things going on. But David knew what it was to sit at the table of the king. David knew what it was to to recognize the presence of God. David recognized that his food came, his manna, his food came from being in the presence and the stillness of the Almighty. He recognized his destiny would be fulfilled as he stilled himself before the Almighty. He recognized that as he played his harp on the hillside and and played the Lord is my shepherd, because he knew what it was to be a shepherd, but he also knew what it was to be a king. And David refused the labels. You see, at the first instance, David was labeled by his brothers. David was labeled as one who should put on this armor. But David refused the armor, and David said, you know what, I'm going to use the tools that God has given me, because it's not by might, nor by power, but by His Holy Spirit. It's by the fact that His presence is with me, and He is telling me, He's leading me to slay this giant with a slingshot and the stones that He's already given me. David understood what it was to know the Lord that is with him, the God who is with him, and what it was to sit at the king's table. You see, David knew what it was to sit in a cave that stank of uh, urine. David knew what it was to sit in a cave with 400 men who he would raise up as mighty warriors who would take the nation and eventually take Jerusalem. David knew what it was to, to be in the presence of God because as a shepherd, he took care of his sheep Then he had to take care of his 400 warriors. 
And it says at the cave of Abdullam on David's journey, it says that they were in debt, they were in distress, and they were depressed. It sounds like some church people. I know I'm not preaching to you guys this morning, but it sounds like some church people. Some people get depressed, they get in debt, and they go down. But here's the thing, David gathered in the midst of, and that's the sign of the anointing on your life. That's the sign of a call of God on your life, where you're able to gather, you're able to grow in the midst of horrific circumstances. Even though you're Dave in the cave, even though you're living in a cave, even though you're raising up men who are like, what the heck is going on here? Who is this crazy guy? They recognize the call of God upon their lives. And that's the call of God upon you, ladies and gentlemen. You might have been through difficult circumstances. You might be living in a cave. You might be living in a tent. I don't know where you live, but you might be living in circumstances where you're thinking, what the heck is going on? But I want to announce to you this morning, live at the table. Be a participant at the table. David knew what it was to live at the king's table even before he was at the king's table. When David slew Goliath, he was already a partaker of the king's table. Why? Because he had the mindset of a king. Come on. Saints, have the mindset of a king. Have the mindset of a saint. Have the mindset of one. Even though your circumstances might say, cave dweller, you could say, I, he is preparing a table before me in the presence of my circumstances and the presence of my enemies because he has said it. And that's the power of the table. Jesus, Jesus invited his disciples to follow him. And they were a rough bunch of fishermen in the main. And uh, he, he called them to follow him to bring it into a New Testament context. Jesus knew what it was to bring his disciples to the table. So the disciples, the disciples followed Jesus for three years. It was like a devadic journey. It was like David, David, a type and shadow of Christ. The disciples of Jesus, they follow Jesus around. And in the end, Jesus, Jesus invites them to the table, to the table of communion, to the table of suffering, to the table of victory. Jesus invites them to partake. And I want to invite you here this morning before we go into this year, just to give you some keys for life. Number one is recognize the power of the Scriptures. The Scriptures are powerful. When you read the Word, the Word has a power and an impact upon your life. I don't have the statistics here with me this morning. Fiona's going to share on that next week. Uh, the power of the Word of God, the power of the Scriptures, the power how it can change your, the patterns and the behaviors in your life. The Scripture has power to transform us and to change us. One of the other things that we've been doing is the, the partaking of communion. As disciples of Jesus, we recognize the power of the table, the communion table. And as we partake of communion, we've been taking communion almost every day um, and just saying, Lord, protect us, help us, heal us, restore us, deliver us, prosper us, bless us, do everything that is within this covenant within us here on earth as it is in heaven. As you established that covenant with the disciples 2,000 years ago, thank you that that covenant is established within us today. So the same covenant that, that you established with your early church, thank you, God, that's established within us. Thank you for your pr protection. But not only for your protection, thank you, God, for your expansion because the kingdom is coming. And God needs some expanders. You know, we all get a wee bit fatter on 
mince pies and some turkey. But we need to expand the, the kingdom in these days. We need to expand the kingdom of God. And God's going to expand His kingdom in and through you for His glory. So He wants to expand us. So partake of the communion. Uh, communion. Also, recognize, recognize the power of the covenant. Be empowered by the covenant. Jesus has made a covenant with His people, and we are covenant people. How come we can talk sometimes like we're out of covenant? You know, it's, you know, it's not going to work. It's not going to happen. There's, there's not enough money to, to do that. That's, I want to that's out of covenant conversation. Covenant conversation is I can do all things through Him, knowing that He's directing my footsteps and His divine will and order is manifesting in my life. I, I, I can see because where, where God guides, He provides. Where God leads, He feeds. Where God says go, God will provide for you on the journey. And that's what He did with His disciples. And I believe we need to recognize the power of the covenant of Jesus Christ. No, this is not a covenant of man. This is the covenant of Almighty. This is the covenant of God. And as we are under that covenant, things can take place and things can happen for the glory of God.